Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the Straight Talk with Hope podcast. I'm so excited you're tuning in or hearing about us or learning about us on Apple iTunes or friends or family. Hey, we are in the month of May, y'all. I cannot believe we're like five months in to the year of 2021. And when I was getting ready to kind of prep for what I wanted May's hashtag to be and what do we want to talk about and what guests do we want to have on and just super prayerful about who to have on, I was like, okay, Lord, let's totally do this. So this entire month of May, our podcast uh, episode hashtag is called hashtag mother up. You know, when I was planning this hashtag and you'll hear me say this through the different guest interviews for the month of May, I was like, yeah, that's a little sketchy. I'm not sure about that. It's pretty straightforward. All these kind of thoughts were running through my head. And you know what? I was like, All of us as moms, especially in different seasons of our lives, whether we're newly beginning motherhood journey or we're slap dab in the middle, or maybe we're towards the end of it and we're empty nesters, we are all in a season where we find ourselves having to mother up. We find ourselves in these seasons where we're going through so many different ranges of emotions from being thankful and grateful to what the heck did we do? What has happened? You know, some of us may have felt like failures or insecure as ourselves as being moms or not good enough, or the list goes on and on through a range of emotions. We're even going to have these seasons where we're like, okay, pull yourself together, get a grip. You totally can do this and mother up. You know, we're going to have to have some correction that we're going to have to, you know, tell our kids or show them what that is like or have those hard conversations with our kids through all different seasons and age groups that they are in. And so that is the hashtag we're running with. We're going in hashtag mother up. I'm so excited for you to be celebrated, to be loved, even maybe to cry a little during these episodes, laugh your head off, um, which I totally know you're going to do all those and hear from some fabulous guests that I have on the podcast the entire month from friends, old friends, family members, whatever it may be. Um, I really believe that God has got a message that he's wanting all of our mothers to hear author for the month of May and to know that you are chosen, you are equipped, you are loved, and that God has totally got your back. Um, Whether you think you're winning at motherhood or you've totally screwed it up, God is with you every step of the way. So stay tuned and let's dive in deep into the hashtag mother up. Hey guys, and I want to welcome you to the Straight Talk with Hope podcast. We are in the month of May and you know this is Mother's Day season all the entire month of May. In today's episode, we have a special guest friend of mine going to be on the podcast. Her name is Autumn Miles. We're going to be talking about hashtag mother up. But before we dive in today's hashtag, let me tell you a little bit about Autumn. She is the founder of Autumn Miles Ministries, an organization that is devoted to spiritually challenging the way women think. She's a dynamic speaker who produces regular inspirational content for her rapidly growing social media following, in addition to speaking at conferences nationwide. Autumn has three books, Your Future Starts Now, I Am Rahab, and my personal favorite, Gangster Prayer. 
Additionally, Autumn is the host of the Autumn Mile Show, a podcast that brings its audience bold truth coupled with raw faith. The Autumn Smile Show is available on all podcast platforms. As a survivor of domestic abuse, Autumn is passionate about educating the church on how to effectively assist victims. In 2017, Autumn partnered with LifeWay Research to sponsor a study on domestic violence in the church. When the results showed that only 50% of churches have a plan in place to respond to domestic violence, she published the pamphlet, 10 Steps to Prepare Your Church for Domestic Violence, which has been used by so many churches. Autumn has shared her story of overcoming abuse and her message of hope in Christ to many prestigious media outlets, including The New Yorker, TLC, TBN, The Eric Mestatic Show, and James Dobson Family Talk, just to name a few. Her writing has appeared in numerous outlets, including The Washington Post, Religion News Service, The Dallas Morning News, Christianity Today, TheFoxNews.com, and Movie Guide. She is a passionate advocate for domestic violence victims and women in ministry and adoption. Autumn is married to Eddie Miles in 2004 and has four beautiful children, Grace and Jude, and two adopted, Moses and Haven. Autumn and her family currently reside in Dallas, Texas. Will you please welcome on today's episode, Mother Up, my friend, Autumn Miles. everybody and we want to welcome you to the straight talk with hope podcast y'all i am so excited we are in the month of may and good things are happening spring is kind of coming to an end as we embark on summertime i don't know about y'all but i am totally ready for summer to begin and here in this month of may you guys know every single month when we get ready to do a hashtag or talk about a topic We love to have special guests come on each and every month from near and far joining us all around the globe. And this month, our hashtag, as you know it for May, is like Mother Up. It is all things motherhood, the journey of motherhood, um, whatever that looks like for many of us who are moms. And we've had the opportunity to partner with so many of my friends locally, even friends near and far And so today, I am so excited. Um, You've kind of already heard the guest today we're having on. Her name is Autumn Miles, all the way in Dallas, Texas. And we're so excited that she is joining us today via phone call today and tuning in for the hashtag mother up. I know she's going to bring the heat. She's going to bring some positivity to wherever you are finding yourself in the journey of life as a mom. And so Autumn, thank you so, so much for giving your time and being here today with us for this podcast episode. Hope, I am so honored to be with you. I love what you're doing. We prayed for you and I'm just honored. One of my favorite things to talk about being a mama. So I can't wait. (laughs) I love that. Okay. So I kind of told you a little bit, like we've already like had kind of like the bio on here talking a little bit about 
who you are and what you do. You're so many great things that you have achieved already in your life from being a wife and a mom to four beautiful children. And um, even you're a speaker and an author of three books, which Gangster Prayer, if you guys haven't checked it out, it is the bomb. You totally got to get a copy of that. (laughs) It will change your prayer life forever. Um, And so I just love everything that you are, everything that you're doing. And um, I don't take it lightly for the people that we have an opportunity for um, our audiences on Straight Talk with Hope podcast to dive in and gleam and learn from what you're doing in your life, because I know that God's got something important and something that may be stirring on your heart, even with the hashtag that will help all of our listeners wherever they're tuning in from. So thank you so much for being here. And um, we're going to jump in with a few fun questions. (laughs) Um, because I love kicking it off like that. It kind of breaks the ice for everybody tuning in and listening, especially if people um, aren't familiar with you or even the podcast. So are you ready to dive in for these fun questions here? Let's do it, girl. I'm going to do my best. Awesome. Okay. Question number one, what is your favorite coffee or maybe a tea of your choice of beverage? Okay, Hope, I am so boring. (laughs) I am the most boring person in the world. I like regular coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I go I go like regular coffee and then I'm a half and half person. So I like I have lots of half and half and then I do I do do two Splendas, and I do know it's carcinogenic, but I still like it. Uh, I I mean, I'm just not a fruit, fruit, coffee person. I'm pretty lame, but yeah, that's what I drink. I drink it every day. I drink about two pots a day. I know it's a lot. Oh my Uh, goodness. But yeah, I'm pretty boring when it comes to that. I love that. I love how you're just like, yeah, I like it like this is nothing super fancy. And yeah, uh, I just love that. I even love the two pots of coffee a day. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little excessive, but I get up so early that I'm like done with a pot before the kids even get up with a first school. Yeah. So then we make another one because I'm like, (laughs) I got I got to get four kids out to school like you need another whole pot. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, I'm I'm, I love I do love coffee, though. I love it. Oh, that's great. Okay, (laughs) question number two. If you could go back in time, and this is kind of like a little bit of a heavy, heavy question, but if you could go back, let's just say five years ago, what would you tell yourself today in 2021? Oh, five years ago. How old am I? Okay, I'm 40. (laughs) So let's see. That would be 35. Okay. Um, Okay, so... Gosh, I don't know. I feel like, okay, so this is going to blow up your question. I'm sorry. (laughs) I really do feel like if I, maybe I could go back 10 years, um, if I can, you know, totally take over your question here. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I really would tell myself, um, God really is going to do what he tells you he's going to do. It's not just a really cool Insta post. Like he really is really is going to meet the desires of your heart with faithfulness. Mm. I think I was stepping out in the little faith that, that God had given me 10 years ago. Um, not even knowing, hoping, yeah, but, but not knowing that God really was 
going to do what he told me. And mm. I, and I think it would have helped my heart be a little less <laughs> uh, anxious and, you know, a little crazy. Yeah. Um, but, but, it, but I really would. T- and, and, you know, that's what I tell myself today. Uh, God really is still going to yeah. do the things that he tells you. Mm, that's so good. And that's so powerful. Just the whole reminder of that to put in that perspective within 10 years and five years. Cause I think so many times it's like you said, like it's indifference in a knowing and a hoping with that. And so yeah. I love that, how you kind of bring that back to reality, even in today's world of 2021, that he's still a good God. He's still a loving God. And he still meets every desire that he sees within our heart that we have for our lives. And so that's powerful. Yeah. All right. Question number three, what is something (laughs) that you really enjoy doing that brings you just so much joy? Oh my God. Okay. So my family, we are laughers. Like we laugh a lot. <laughs> like we are like hardcore. All of us do. I, yeah. I, we've coined my, uh, my baby daughter. Hey, I mean, she's six, but we call her, she's the baby. She's my baby. Yeah. Um, she has the best laugh of anyone I've ever met in my life. So we're big laughers. Um, but I think what makes me, um, <laughs> really kind of overflow mm-hmm. is, um, trips. Yeah, I am a trip person. I love to travel. I love to travel with my husband alone, of course. But then I love to travel and just I love to watch my kids um, enjoy their life. Yeah, that I don't really think there there is nothing. I mean, stages and books and all that kind of stuff. Nothing in the world compares uh, to that to me. It is. It just, it makes me laugh. It makes me smile. I'm, I just, I really try to sit and savor uh, the moment when we're away on trips. So that's, that's what it would be for me for sure. I love that. You know, I think that is so good because so many times, and this could even tie in with today's hashtag and what we're talking about being moms, but so many times, you know, I've even had several discussions with just people here, like in my mom world, friend world here, where there's not a lot of laughter, Mm. you know, that's something the Lord even spoke to me not too long ago was he was like, hope, I just want you to laugh more. Mm. (laughs) I just want you to enjoy life more and your family and your children. And I think a lot of times, especially being moms, we find ourselves getting so caught up in like the duties of a mom or the duties of a wife and trying to take care of it all and do it all on top of what God has put in our heart to accomplish on the earth. And it's like, we find ourselves, if we're not careful, less and less laughing in life. Yeah. And it's like that scripture says, a merry heart does your body good, right? Yeah. (laughs) And so doing that, like you said, taking time for what's important, doing those trips and everything. I'm like you, I totally love a good trip with a family Mm -hmm. because especially with kids involved, it's like you're for sure going to just see them do something that is going to make you laugh or the whole family laugh. And so it's creating those bonding moments during those times with your family that truly does do something with your joy level. Yeah. I think we have to make it a point to, to laugh. Yeah. Um, because I think us moms, um, I know we're not to that segment of the show yet, <laughs> but, um, you know, rather than finding, um, offense or frustration in a mm. situation, um, and, and clearly I get that way too, but it's so much better for us to kind of, 
almost poke fun at myself or, yeah. uh, you know, in, in a moment. And, and it really is, it really is the soundtrack of our home. I'm not just saying that, like mm. we, we, we laugh a lot. And I would say, um, years ago, we didn't laugh as much because I was way too serious about <laughs> my, my goals and stuff like that. But that, that has definitely changed over the years. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so today's hashtag as we dive into this, you know, for me doing this hashtag, like I'm, I give it to you straight to out of God's word and through back practical and biblical applications and conversations. And, you know, I was a little hesitant to be honest about this hashtag called mother up. Cause I was like, man, that's kind of like risky taking, but I believe, you know, as moms, wherever we find ourselves in different seasons of life, whether it's moms listening today that are empty nesters or newly pregnant, or they're just stuck right slap dad in the middle of motherhood that through these seasons, God gives us grace to be the moms that he's calling us to be for all of our children and different personalities. But also there's going to be something within us that we're going to have to have this drive, if you will, this perseverance, this um, mother up mentality where we have to have backbone through yeah. different seasons of life as being these moms. Mm-hmm. And so I want to talk a little bit about that today, you know, with this hashtag and just kind of, you know, hear your heart about it. And, and those that already know you and follow you on social media and everything, they, they see who you are, you know, as a mom and the joy that you bring to your children and all of that. But for this hashtag today, like motherhood for you, like, and as well as motherhood for all, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. What has motherhood thus this far been like for you through different seasons of life? Oh, wow. That is a very loaded question. <laughs> and I know you uh, have four, you have yeah. uh, Grace and Jude, and then your two adopted children who are precious to Moses and Haven. Uh-huh. Um, so motherhood to me, um, I, I, gosh, there are so many different things that I could say. I mm. probably could talk for four hours about the journey <laughs> of motherhood. Mm. Um, but I, I really, truly do find it um, the honor of my lifetime. Mm. Um, I don't think that that people get at times, especially when our kids are younger, um, I don't think we understand that your child is in a season that is not going to last forever. Mm. And, um, as you kind of watch your child, your children grow, um, there is, there is such a beauty in watching them get it. My oldest is almost 16. And so I have, I have at this point, I mean, she's, she's like way in the teenage years now, like we're there. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I have the beauty of watching the times that were hard to be consistent and discipline, mm-hmm. the times that were hard to be consistent and tough love, mm-hmm. the times that were hard when we were, when we, we had to, to, you know, uh, really kind of put our foot down. We are seeing the fruit of that in her, her little almost 16 year old life. And the same with my older son as well. Um, the, just, just watching what we get to do as mothers, Mm. um, knowing that I'm, I'm kind of on two sides. I've got little ones and I've got older ones. 
uh, watching the hard work Mm. pay off, it really does pay off. That's so encouraging. um, And I think the journey, um, just for me, I mean, I am not, I'll just tell you, Hope, (laughs) I would not consider my, I am not a Pinterest mom. I I don't even have a Pinterest account. Okay. (laughs) It kind of makes me want to vomit. I'm like, this is so overwhelming to me. I have no idea what, I don't even know where to go. Like I, I'm, I would not call myself maternal in like activities. Like we don't have a craft room. Yeah. Like. Like if I like board games make me want to die. Like I just, I can't like, let's, let's play Monopoly. I'm like, that's the worst thing you could ever say to me. Yeah, totally. Um, But I am maternal in, in my spirit. Mm. And I think for a long time, I looked at other moms who were like super Pinterest and like their kids had like their, their sandwiches cut in hearts. (laughs) They had like a super nutritious lunch and my kid had Doritos and like a a, a Twinkie. Yeah. Um, I always looked at them and I was like, wow, I wish I was that. Yeah. I wish. And then God got a hold of me. Yeah. And Grace was little. And he was like, if I wanted you to be that, then I would have put that in you. Yeah. That's not in you. Uh This, this kid, Grace, Jude, Moses and Haven needs the leader in you Mm. needs even the non-maternal side in you because of what I'm creating them for. Mm. So when I started looking at these women and (laughs) I mean, listen, I have mad respect for those (laughs) Pinterest moms out there. Like the PTA in my book is like, wow, these are like super human people. Yeah. Uh, It's just not how God made me. Yeah. And I think um, the journey has really taught me sort of, Uh, to own the creation of God that I am Mm. and not look at other women and say, wow, would my kids benefit better from them being their mom? The answer to that is that is a lie from Satan. Yeah, God put your kids with you because your kids need exactly who you are. Yeah. Not some fake version of who you are. Yeah. That's so good. And that's so powerful too, because it, it's like what you're saying is about comparison and it's easy for moms. I mean, people in general do that, but especially moms, I feel like where, and you really said it well with the Pinterest, (laughs) none of that (laughs) stuff works good on Pinterest anyway. I'm just trying to tell you, (laughs) but I love that because so many moms deal with that lie of comparison that you're not this kind of mom or you need to be this kind of mom and just really embrace who you are as a Christ follower and the mom that God's calling you to be like your, your kids know who you are, you know, what bends you the right way, what doesn't bend you the right way, but also God knows who he's calling you to be as a mom and these personalities to navigate these kids through their personalities in different seasons, like just to be you know, confident in yourself as a mom. And I love that how, you know, even though some of us may not be cutting the heart sandwiches and and craft (laughs) rooms and organizing fruit plates, I mean, I'm a Dorito person too. Yeah. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like, you know, you're, 
your children gleam and learn different things from you that they need. And if it's and some moms, it is the organization in the craft room, you know, different things in the natural, but then some moms too, it's the spiritual standpoint too, where they see like, you know, my mom is bent this way. And so this is how, you know, I see how she can bring this into my life in this season. And I love that. That's such a, a powerful point just to move forward with, not to gravitate towards comparison, but gravitate into who God's created you to be as a mom for your life. And I think too, like looking at like, you know, the whole, whole, um, your kids are never going to really care what type of bananas you buy, if they're organic <laughs> yeah. or not. They're going to care. Did my mom sow the principles of Jesus into my life? Come on now. That's what did I get from her? You know, they might remember their first day of school heart sandwiches. And, yeah. And those things are amazing when, when, when women can do that. I, I, I certainly don't want to say downplay anyone that, that is that type of a mom. Yeah. But, I think if we are that type, whatever we are, we need to understand that those things, you know, they fall away. Yeah. And what actually stays with our children and guides them through their life is mm. the word of God that we instill in them and the principles of scripture. That's and good. And I'm much more focused uh, uh, on that. Yeah. And listen, I throw a heart sandwich in there every once in a while. <laughs> I got, they got Hershey's kisses the other day. We get a little listen, crazy every now and then. <laughs> but, but I do think, you know, Satan has, has a, like a carrot of yeah. temptation to us moms that are like, uh, this is really, really important. The type of banana we buy or the type of, you know, cereal yeah. they're eating or whatever. And and yes, those things are important, but it takes our attention away mm, yeah. from what's life changing. It's yeah. like the good is the enemy of the best mentality. Mm. We've got to be focused on the, the spiritual principles of scripture that we are instilling and we are feeding our kids that way. Mm, that's so good. I love that. That's so, so good. Um, what would you say has been like a hard thing for you while being a mom? A hard thing for me while being a mom. Um, I think we, we clearly have adopted um, two amazing, I just call them babies, but they're six. Like they're not babies. Yeah. My, they even told me, they're like, we're not babies, mom. I'm like, I know, but you're my baby. No. Um, I would say we, I mean, we, we have a different, we, my husband and I, when we got married, we decided we were not going to live a conventional life. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I, the, the life of Jesus, I, I don't think <laughs> Yeah. It, it's really hard to live a conventional life when you're following Jesus and, and really saying, okay, God, do whatever you want through me. Yeah. Um, and so our family looks like that. We, we are, we're a biracial family and we adopted, um, two, two children, mm-hmm. um, and, they are African-American. And so I think for me, um, having, first of all, getting two kids nine weeks apart because we adopted them nine weeks apart. Wow. Um, was incredibly challenging just on me physically. Yeah. But I think, um, emotionally was that whole adoption process. Mm. And, um, you know, you talk about, you talk about, um, the gestational period that you have with your biological kids, you know, nine, 10 months, whatever, something like that. Yeah. The emotional gestational period that you have with your adoptive children 
are, I mean, for me, it was 18 years Mm because I wanted to adopt since I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. So that, that was incredibly challenging and difficult. And then I don't think I was prepared for what having a biracial family um, how that would challenge, not me personally, yeah. but I think a lot of other people's ideas about what, about, about families. So that has been uh, challenging. Of course, I love a good challenge. So I'm like, bring it on. Yeah. Um, but, but I don't think I was as prepared as I could be for sort of, um, uh, facing the world and not understanding that maybe the world wasn't as accepting of, uh, as our family as Jesus was. Mm. That's good. That's good. And I'm sure you've had to navigate through that, you know, through different times and things like that. What would you say to somebody out there? Because I know even just hearing this and listening to this, I have a couple of friends that I know have gone through the adoption process and some of them have, you know, finally come to the end of the result of seeing their faith like come through where they've Recently, after several years of adoption, believing they were going to adopt, it's finally happened for them. But what would you say to someone that is still kind of in that process? Because I know that happens a little bit faster sometimes for others Mm -hmm. um, of the adoption, you know, for other people versus some. But what would you say if somebody still has that desire in their heart for believing that they will be able to adopt a child? I believe, and I truly believe this by faith, that if God has put the desire for you to adopt in your heart, there is a baby or a child on the other side of that. Yeah. The process of adoption is is very, very challenging. It's very, very difficult. Yeah. But as long as you know that you know that God is asking this of you. Yeah. Um, I would see that thing through and do not give up until you are holding that child. That's good. Um, and, and I think, you know, adoption is so hard because it was God's idea. Yeah. Um, and Satan is against it a hundred percent. Yeah. But I, but I think that if you're in sort of that situation, you know, we, we waited uh, three years for our babies and we were just going to adopt one and God gave us two They're there. It's a miracle story. Um, but cling to the word of the Lord over your family and mm. over your life. Mm. Um, the process will be challenging. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you that it's not, yeah. but God's grace and watching his spirit pave a way for you through that process is, um, so rewarding, especially when you're holding that, that child that, that God has really placed in your heart. Yeah. That's so good. Um, okay. So last question and we'll kind of get into the end of this or whatever, cause I know everybody's got things that they need to go out and do the rest of the day. But what would you say, like in closing to this, what as your journey, you know, through motherhood has been from birth through your four children to, to, you mentioned your oldest is 16. What has been your greatest reward being a mom? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh these are not easy questions. <laughs> I'm like, oh, a podcast on motherhood. That would be so fun. And then it's like, tell me your deepest secrets. Oh. No, no, I love it. 
<laughs> my greatest reward, I will say, and I'm I'm actually going to do something on my show uh, yeah. to, uh, in a couple days about this. Uh-huh. Um, I would say holding the position of mother. Mm. And, and I want to say it like this. I get asked probably one of the biggest questions I get asked because mm-hmm. my family is so public. Yeah. Is are you your kid's? friends. I get asked this question all the time. <laughs> That's I mean, a good from, question. I mean, from like everywhere, like yeah. this question comes everywhere. And my answer is 100% no, mm-hmm. I am not. I don't want to be their friend yeah. because I'm their mom. Yeah. And in order to be their friend, I would have to downgrade my position and I don't want to do that. Um, I think one of the things that Satan is kind of tempting, uh, just, just my, the 40 year old, uh, uh, younger and older is to be, (laughs) to be our children's friends. And, um, he knows that we would have to doubt because we all want our kids to like us, right? We all want our kids to love us the way we love them. And we don't realize that that is a temptation to downgrade the strong role of motherhood in our children's lives. Mm. So I would say, you know, the greatest rewarding thing um, for me is just being able to say, Grace Miles is my daughter. Mm. Jude Miles is my son. Yeah. Moses Miles is my son. And Haven is, we are not friends. I yeah. am her mother. And yeah. I'm so proud to be their mother. And, you know, I want everyone to recognize me as their, we, we had, we were at Disney world a couple of weeks, uh, months ago. With yeah. them, and, um, it was so precious, but I had a, 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 I don't, I hate the word fan of a friend <laughs> yeah. um, who recognized my boys uh-huh. and they were like going to the bathroom. Yeah. And she told her husband, she's like, that's Autumn Miles' boys. We're going to follow them because they'll lead us to her. Oh, my God. And they did. But you know what? They, she recognized my boys and knew that I was their mom mm. before she ever saw me. And yeah. that, that, to me, is the most rewarding thing ever for me to stand beside them and say, I'm their mom. I'm proud of it. I'm proud whether they fail, whether they succeed yes. in life. I'm, I am so proud just that God has blessed me yeah. with the position of their mom. That is so good. You know, and that's such a common um, phrase, I think, too. Like I have, we, me and my husband, we have three boys and, you know, I, I'm recently finding that the oldest, um, our oldest, his name is Maximus and he turned 11 last year and I'm finding myself through different seasons of life that he is growing and maturing in different things where, you know, how you were saying, like, you know, the enemy comes in and tries to tell all of us, be it moms or just parents, like tries to tell our children, like, well, I just want you to be my friend. (laughs) And even in my oldest conversation just here recently, you know, me and my husband are sitting down talking to him and we're like, dude, like we love you, but we're not your friend. Yeah. (laughs) I know you may want us to be your friend and you may see other parents out there who you're friends with, with their kids that treat their kids like they're your friend. But I'm like, it's like you said, holding that position as mother or as father that God has sent us here to, you know, parent our children to the best of our ability with the spiritual guidelines and principles that we rise to that occasion of that title. And sometimes that does mean 
we have to address that topic of we're not here to be your friend. I'm here to be your mom. Right. Uh, my kids will tell you. I just asked because my, my daughter is actually going to be on uh, my show with me. And yeah, I asked her, I said, is mom your friend? She goes, no, and you don't want to be. And I was like, that's right. I don't. I am your mother. I am not your friend. And, and, and it doesn't mean, of course, we're not friendly. Yes, and, yes. But there, there is a, the, I don't want her to be my friend. Yeah. I have lots of friends. I'm not enough friends. I want her to be my daughter. Yes. what a beautiful relationship it is so much closer than a friend yeah so much more influential than a friend yeah and I think I see the enemy very slowly it sounds really good I'm my I'm my kid's best friend it sounds good but we don't realize we're downgrading our authority wow accept a lesser role of friendship now as, as, as your relationships get so older and stuff like that, and they become adults, you know, there is more of a friendship that develops, but in these years, like yeah. before they launch, yeah. um, man, I just, I just don't want, I want to be her mom. That's yeah. what I want, you know? Yeah. So That's yeah. So good. I love that. Well, Autumn, thanks so much for tuning in and joining us on the podcast. I so appreciate your time and your wisdom on the subject of motherhood. And, um, you know, will you tell us too, like, before we kind of close out, will you tell everybody that's listening? Cause so many people like listen to the podcast from all over and we've had so many different guests on and, I want everybody to be able to follow you and stay in touch with you. Will you tell us how they can follow you on your social media platforms or even some of your books that they can get, how they can get a copy of those books as well? Absolutely. You can follow me on um, right now, Instagram and Facebook, uh, Autumn Miles. You just look for my fluorescent blonde hair on there. <laughs> you can uh, email us at hello at Autumn Miles. Um, I do have a Twitter account, but right now Twitter needs Jesus. So I'm kind of staying <laughs> away from Twitter. Yeah. Um, you can also go to our, my website, autumnmiles.com. And as far as the books, they're sold they're sold everywhere books are, are sold, but you yeah. can also go to our uh, website, autumnmiles.com, uh, and there's a little link with the books. And um, yeah, I, I would love, I would love to just get to know um, some of your leaders and hope, let me just tell you, um, this, this podcast was great. You're really, really good at this. And um, I, we are praying for you. Our Thank ministry you. is praying for you. And we, we prayed right before I got on that God would just bless this platform that you have he has set you apart um to be a light in the world right now and yeah i'm just so honored that you would have me thank you so much yes ma'am thank you so much and hey i gotta tell you i just turned 40 as well come on girl <laughs> so come I'm, on. In, I'm in the 40 gang now <laughs> well welcome to the club we are thriving in our 40s yes we? we are thriving yes I love it. I, I was actually waiting to turn 40 I thought same so significant in the bible I'm like god what you gonna do what you gonna do and it's it's it it is it has really been uh an incredible yeah. season so far. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Welcome. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, I will let you go and thank you so much for being a part of the Straight Talk with Hope podcast and 
we will catch you back here again and again. You guys, thanks for tuning in. If this message spoke to you today, don't forget to like it, share it on your social media platforms. If that's something you feel like the Lord's asking you to do. And we'll see you back here again for another episode later on in May with Straight Talk with Hope. Peace out. Have a great day.